At one time, I thought the most important thing was talent. I think now that the young man or the young woman must possess or teach himself, train himself, in infinite patience, which is to try and to try and to try until it comes right. He must train himself in ruthless intolerance. That is, to throw away anything that is false, no matter how much he might love that page or that paragraph. The most important thing is insight. That is, curiosity to wonder, to mull, and to muse why it is that man does what he does. And if you have that, then I don't think that the talent makes much difference whether or not you've got it. William Faulkner, May 20th, 1957, at the press conference of the University of Virginia. Hello, welcome to StoryCraft, brought to you by the Pioneer Library System. I am Amanda. And I'm Zach. Thank you for joining us today. We hope we can encourage you to create your stories. Thanks, Amanda. You know, listen to that quote. Uh, the thing that really struck me is that last line. I don't think the talent makes much difference. I think that's that's definitely true, right? That it's not really about having the talent. It's about having the gumption. Well, I think a lot of talented people, well, I say talented people, <laughs> but I think a lot of people who um, create amazing things uh, find a, almost a fence at the concept of talent or people saying, oh, you look what you did. Oh, you're so talented. I... I could never do that. And it's it's not about that. It's just about the will to keep trying every day, to, to yeah, try it, and try and try. I think that the concept of talent or the, the conversation around talent negates all the hard work that goes into what you've mm-hmm. done. So, yeah, I chose this quote because I want to discuss how helpful it is to move a story along when you have a really well-developed character. You know, oh. he mentions the most important thing is insight into why a man or... or you know, a man or in a character does what he does. And um, I think that if you have that, if you have a really well-developed character and you have insight into that character, that it really will help to move um, a story along organically kind of out of the character's motivations. And so... I think that's true. The, this may be silly, but I, it reminds me of having a pet, of having a dog specifically. But the idea of like, you know how your dog's going to react, or, or it's probably more relevant for you to know how your kid is going to react. Uh-huh. But the idea like you, you will have insight into that because you've spent so much time with it. And in a very real way, you have to spend a lot of time with that character, getting to know them and getting to understand what makes them tick. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then you can, yeah, you can, you can guess what's going to happen next because mm-hmm. you know them so well. And I know a lot of authors will refer to their characters as their imaginary friends mm-hmm. because they know them so well. They are genuinely a part of their lives. And so to, uh, to gain this insight that William Faulkner mentions, we're going to do a little activity that I think is really fun, um, a little character building activity. You're not going to have me shoveling snow, are you? Are you, are you game? No, <laughs> not, not that kind of character building. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was uh, doing a little bit of looking on our catalog for, for you know, for any kind of uh, any resources that we have uh, and looking for character building things. It's it's not the kind of character building that I was looking for. <laughs> it was, it was Fair more, enough. It's more of the, you know, <laughs> ethics and things. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Well, for me, it was herding cattle as a child. A lot of cattle work <laughs> it builds character. It does build your character. <laughs> but 
I'm not going to make you do that kind of character building today. So um, what we're going to do today is more of a character developing, I guess is the better word for it. So this is kind of a fun activity that actually my daughter um, had us do, and it was really fun. Um, I got to give her credit. She introduced this to me a, a few years ago, and we did this as a family, and it was so much fun um, that we've done it a few times just, just as a kind of a fun little writing activity. So what you do is you <laughs> put your playlist on shuffle or you just flip on the radio um, or have you know maybe someone else choose a song for you and the first song that you hear in some way describes your character Ooh, okay all That's right interesting yeah yeah so that you can take that any way you want so it can be it describes your character because your character is narrating the song sure. or or it's maybe a, about your character in some way so that's going to be the song that inspires your character. Maybe it's the song that plays over my character's dance montage in the abandoned warehouse. <laughs> okay. They dance out their in feelings. Some, in some way, this yeah. song is going to inspire your character. And you could stop there. Mm -hmm. um, but, and then just kind of muse on it as you've listened to a song and you could just develop a character and that might be all you need to inspire a character in your head. But that's kind of a quiet, um, lone activity. And I don't want to do that. Um, so I'm going to put you through more, <laughs> okay, <laughs> through great. more pain. And I've got a list of questions here that I'm going to make you answer for me after you've conceived of your character. Using the song. Using the song. Okay. All I'm right. excited to get started. Okay. So you, you so, have some yeah, so music I for us? Yeah. So I pull my phone. Um, all right. So I got my generic music playing app queued up. And I've got my February 2021 playlist up, and I'm just going to hit shuffle. Here we go. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> what are the odds? Is that good enough? Okay, cool. So it looks like it's This Will Be Our Year, uh, the cover version by OK Go that just came out. So... Uh, I'm okay. pretty familiar with this song. is actually my best friend's wedding song uh, really? at his wedding years ago. But of course, the original, I think, is the Zombies version. Um, old timey. Wow. Okay. Nice. Okay. So this will be our year. I'm gonna write that down. Okay. Scratch, 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 scratch. That's the sound of my pencil. Yeah, it sounds just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's my question for you. So okay. I. I I have a really deep connection with this song, like as a personal person. Okay. Um, it might make it harder. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask. It seems like I've got a lot of stuff attached to this, uh, yeah. but I'm, I'm looking for some way in which this would inform a character, right? Yeah, yeah. This is actually really helpful for me because I've uh, been working on something and I came to a spot recently where I had a character show up and I realized I have no idea what this character is going to do or say or what their whole deal is. And I just got stuck. And so okay. like many things, I just stopped. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm very excited to give this a shot. Okay. I yeah. Okay. So are you going to go into this thinking that this is going to be for for that particular character? I would like to. Is that acceptable for the exercise or does it have to be cold? I think it could work. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think it could work. Okay. Cool. I want to say that we, we should try to make it work for whatever project you're working on. <laughs> All right. You know? A very that's great for me. So I'm very excited yeah. about that. So Yeah, these questions that we have are open-ended enough so that, you know, they just want to get you to think mm -hmm. about uh 
who your character is. It's it's not guiding you. Okay. But and, and kind of take the idea of the song, use it as yeah, a think, lens, a focusing about, lens. Think about that song. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that gives you kind of a home base, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a frame where your character is. So whatever that song makes you feel, then there that's where your character sits. Okay. So it has something to do with that. I've got it. Uh, <laughs> it's off my head. I feel okay. like tragedy in the back, okay. party in the front, you know? Okay. We've come out of something bad. Uh, this will be our year. We're excited about what's to come. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's the vibe. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have a vid- kind of a... a an idea of the character forming? Yeah, you. I can give you a rough sketch. Uh, yeah, it is a, a clergyman. Okay. Uh, an older person mm-hmm. who has been doing this a while and is uh, kind of proselytizing to a small, a small but loyal congregation. Mm. That's, I guess, where I'm at with it. Okay. Um, that's really all I had, you know, to start off with. But now this idea of like, this is somebody who has come out of maybe a tragic year or the last, there's been something that's been going on in the community mm-hmm. that has been difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as somebody who is a, a spiritual person, a person of faith, f- figuring out how to move forward with that and how to take that hope when, when hope is difficult to find and mm-hmm. move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. All right. I like that. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask, ask you these questions here about your character. Okay. And, um, so I wanted to say that lists like this, I just found this list. Um, it's actually one that we had already on hand that we had used. We found this years ago online and lists like this are, are available online. So if our listeners want to do something like this, you can find them online. And this online is something you do with really your, easily. your yeah. family, right? Like yeah. A- yeah. We did this as a writing activity. That's so fun. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I, but I was, I started to look online, uh, for, for lists like this so that I could tell people how to find them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't create this list. I just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> and, um, I found that the best search term, if you're wanting to search for, um, these is to look for character motivation worksheet. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find a, a comparable list, of questions to ask yourself about characters you're developing. That's a good search term. Okay. First question. What is the one thing that your character tries so hard to keep hidden from others? I think it's, I think it's that faith has been hard to come by in the last year or the last, last, however long, uh, that this is a profession which relies on having faith. Yeah. And, and sharing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that can be very difficult sure. at times. And especially if, if you can't walk that walk, how are you going to talk that talk? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's the, that's the thing they're trying to keep hidden. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. This, some of these are kind of silly. Okay. When he taps, it, it, is your character male? When he the right pronouns here? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Okay. All right. When yeah. they tap their fingers, do they use their fingers or their nails? Oh man, I think it's nails. I okay. think it's nails. Okay. Yeah. Some of these are really important. I, I can tell. <laughs> I legit thought about that for a while. Like, oh man, yeah. that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, you're going to need to know. Because it, well, 
to get into the, the nuts and bolts of it, makes yeah. me think, what is the surface they're tapping on? Yeah. Is it is it the altar? What's it made of? Is it the desk? Is it, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot to mm -hmm. it. And, and yeah, different personalities are gonna do that differently. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why. That's why we ask these questions. What textures can they absolutely not stand? Oh, the velvet, velvet, 100%. And that's, that's my own personal failing. I cannot stand velvet. Okay. You touch me velvet, I want to die. I okay. feel like I just cannot imagine any worse texture. Uh, I think it's velvet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's a failing. Maybe it should be something a little more concrete. Okay. Concrete, maybe? <laughs> Probably not concrete. So your clergy person yes. is not going to have a, 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 a not gonna like velvet no no okay. velvet sash no velvet robes okay. velvet yeah okay out with that okay <laughs> uh how long can they go without showering before they feel totally gross oh weeks <laughs> okay yeah okay do they ever leave their clothes on the floor or on the chair no no i think they're very fastidious i think that because of the aforementioned poor hygiene the fastidiousness of the clothing is very important. It's important to keep it, uh, keep that at least clean and presentable. Yeah. 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 Okay. Balance. Do they sleep with the bedroom door open or closed? Ooh. I think closed. I think closed because, you know, your faith in you in the room alone. Mm -hmm. That's the, the thing. And you open that door and maybe it all escapes out there into the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do they prefer 3 a.m. or 3 p.m.? A.m. I picture morning services, like early morning mass. Gotta get up and prepare for the, yeah. for the early morning mass. Okay. If they could choose only one thing to eat for 20 days, Ooh. what would they choose? I mean, I feel like it's a cliche, but I almost, I just want to say bread. Like, I feel like it's the... The baked bread, you know, that good homemade baked bread, the sourdough you make when you're stuck okay. in quarantine. Okay, for, kind of a rustic, yeah. yeah, okay, bread, okay. Yum, that sounds wonderful. It does sound wonderful. Are they the type to reread a book? I feel like I know this character well enough to answer this for you. Yeah, well, well that, my answer is yes. I feel like that's yes. yeah, <laughs> the top. Yeah. Would they want to know the time and date of their birth? Or, I'm sorry, the death. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, was a, that was a weird quote. No, no, I... Weird misspeak. I think I have opposite answers for, I think, uh, yes on birth, no on death. Oh. I think um, I think that that's, um, it would be important to know where they came from. Uh -huh. I think that they are very sure of where they're going, uh -huh. or they were sure of where they're going, and maybe now with the whole, this this will be our year of theme, now the, the idea of, like, knowing that is a little scarier, of knowing what's to come is scarier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So no, they do not want to know. No, they don't want to know the time of their death. Yeah. So this is a bit presumptuous. Mm -hmm. um, what is their favorite mythological creature? And I will, I will add if they have one. If they have one. I think they have one. I think, I, I think it is probably, uh, this is showing, boy, you think I would know a lot more about mythical creatures given how much I love Dungeons and Dragons, but I feel like it's probably like some sort of pangolin. Like I think that they probably think pangolins aren't real, like in the same <laughs> way that people used to think like coelacanths and thylacines aren't real, okay. real, but like the idea like, oh yeah, I love that thing. And it's like, no, that's a, that's <laughs> that's a, real, a real thing. thing. That's a thing that exists. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
That's that's interesting. That's cute. Okay. If they had to listen to the same song on repeat for a hundred times, mm. what song? I don't know if I would have a specific, I, I can't think of a specific one in my head, but I know it's a hymn. Yeah. And this is definitely coming up from growing up rural Kansas, like the idea of like, there are just some hymns that people in your congregation really love and that your, mm-hmm. your priest really latches on to. And the idea of like, there's a hymn, it's every, you're going to play the hits every yeah. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. This is a really silly question for your character. Do they believe in an afterlife? Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't yeah. think it's silly. I think that's good. I think that's the... Well, see, again, it's kind of presumptuous well, of me because I would assume... I think that's that the core works. conflict now that you say that. Yeah. The, the idea, again... He's struggling with... The, yeah. yeah. So oh. tough. If, if so much bad can happen, maybe... Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's there. Maybe it's not. I think that's the, the conflict. Yeah. When they get tired, do their eyelids twitch? I don't know why, but this one's really giving me pause. Uh, this is fun. This is a fun activity. I think <laughs> I think for me, no, I think they just go straight. I think it's very much like on off. Uh, that that time, you know, 6 p.m. rolls around, time for bed. <laughs> it's we're, we're no asleep. trouble sleeping. No, I think it's uh, I think it's just in bed, nightly prayers or absolutions or what have you. And uh, lay down on that dusty old cot and lights out yeah all right do they crack their joints yeah yeah i think so okay i think that's a i don't know ben you can cut this out but for your asmr fans out there (laughs) they might like that they might hate it (laughs) would they eat or drink something that's too hot or Mm. wait for it to cool down I think it's hot. I think it goes back to the 3 a.m. thing because I'm thinking immediately hot coffee. Mm-hmm. That early in the morning, you want it pretty warm. Piping, piping hot. hot. Okay. Are they the type to adopt strays, either animals or people? 100%. I, I have a very clear image in my head of like a stray cat, but like an ugly stray cat that uh-huh. no one likes. Yeah. I think that's that's definitely in there. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like that's... I don't know. That just feels, I've always equated, uh, quote unquote, godliness with love for creatures, Mm -hmm. love for all of creation. So yeah, I feel like those things are inextricably linked for me and for this character. That's a big part of this character. Mm -hmm. Do they get work done right away or wait until the last moment? I think they're a right away kind of person. I think that it's very much like, you know, when you're, I picture that regimented schedule of like, okay, well, the end of the week comes, time for the service. You know what every one of those seven days is ahead of that, or six days ahead of that. You know what those all look like. Uh, so I think that having that schedule and getting stuff done quickly and on time, I think that that's part of it. It's important to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is an awkward question. Mm-hmm. I'm almost afraid to answer or to ask it. But how do they prefer to bathe or shower? Long or brief, hot or cold. Mm. Please describe their bathing ritual. <laughs> well, I think that it's brief and I think that it is uh, cold. I think that this is very much like in my, in my experience with the idea of faith, it's the, the whole idea of not taking too much pleasure in something, mm-hmm. you know, and okay. the idea of like, oh, I want that cold shower. I want it to be as short as possible. And of course, going back to that earlier question about hygiene and like, 
how rare is it? I think that, that maybe that's the issue is that the idea that the warm shower is such a luxury. Uh-huh. It's something that, that is really nice to get into. And so you don't want to revel in that too much. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Do they work best in a messy space or a neat space? I feel like you may have answered this earlier. Well, I think it's part of the the regiment, right? And mm-hmm. the uh, the idea of like the clothing being hung up nice and beautifully. I think it's all very pristine. I think it's mm-hmm. everything in its place. Yeah, mm-hmm. very neat. Okay. Do they keep any personal photos? I don't think so. I think maybe me- mementos. I don't think photos. Okay. Yeah, I'm picturing like tchotchkes. I don't know. I I don't know if it's necessarily about the moment as it is about the relationship, you know? Mm. So it might be something that was given to them or maybe a memento of a of a a bond that they had, but mm. I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, well, I was here at this time in this place with this person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I respect that. Now, do they indulge or overindulge mm. in anything? I think bread. I think it's the aforementioned bread, right? Uh, um, I think indulging, but I think that the indulgence is that slippery slope for them. Boy, I, I'll be, I'm be honest with you, Amanda. When you started this, I was pretty skeptical, but I'm <laughs> neck deep in it now, and this is going to be a thing I do a lot, so I'm pretty excited. Oh, yeah. well, thanks. It's very cool. <laughs> would you do the exact, would they do the exact opposite of something that someone says just to speak? bite them Nah, i think that they're a goody two-shoes i think that they're very much a go along to get along kind of pretty person. wholesome yeah. yeah if they're alone and hear a noise would they go investigate yeah yeah i think so and i think it's self-sufficiency like solitariness is part of their lifestyle so mm-hmm. you kind of have to like what are you gonna do yeah makes sense mm-hmm if they get lost, what's the first thing they do? That's, that's a deeper question than really the, for your character than I initially thought. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think it goes back to the central conflict. You know, I think the first thing that they would should do or that they, they feel compelled to do is, you know, pray for guidance. Yeah. And I guess lost physically or spiritually in this case. Right. But I think that that's part of the issue is like, well, I've been lost. This will be our year. I'm hopeful. Who knows? Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. That kind of makes me sad. Because initially, you know, I thought yeah. lost, like, you know. Like just in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't find my car in the parking lot or something. I was legit like just thinking like, <laughs> well, if you're lost in the woods and I just have a very clear picture of this person like turning in a circle and like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. And then that added layer of like, oh, well, now I'm kind of lost because I don't know lost what to do. Spiritually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what is the one dream? that makes absolutely no sense, but still terrifies them. Something with flying. I'm 100% sure it has to do with flying. I don't have... Well, now this is the... Would you you dream in this case, meaning go to sleep, have a dream, not like I'm going to be president one day kind of dream? It's up to you to decide (laughs) that. I think both flying. Like something to do with flying, with soaring through the air. Okay. I think that there's there's a real fear of that in there. Yeah. Okay. Do you know why? I do. I think that this is a person who has um, lived their life close 
to the people close to close to the ground both metaphorically and, and literally the idea of like don't let your hopes get too high don't let things get too far away from you because you don't want to be disappointed so mm-hmm. i wouldn't say pessimistic but more pragmatic and yeah. so this idea of flying i think it's sort of metaphorical for for like well maybe this time you can let your reach exceed your grasp type of thing yeah what's the stupidest thing they've ever done mm. I got it. I got it. I think they were in love with a congregational member at one point mm. when they were younger, mm-hmm. in their younger days. In my head, this is an old person. Okay. Um, so I, I picture being in love with a congregation member and it not going well, or at least not ending well. Right. You know? Right. You know? Okay. Yeah. Why is that stupid? I think it's stupid because, well... Maybe this is betraying a little bit of the writer here, right? The author, the idea of when you are involved in a profession like that, where the trust uh, trust between yourself and the people you're leading is so paramount to tr- to like put that in jeopardy by having that kind of relationship. To me, that's very stupid. Like because not only putting your profession, your job in jeopardy, but also the f- the spirituality and the faith of these people mm. in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the last question. Oh, boy. (laughs) Are they stoic or melodramatic when they're injured? Stoic. Yeah. Stoic, yeah, stoic person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's funny because knowing all those other answers, I felt like I already knew that. I think this, you know, I mean, this is really, really helpful. I I feel like that (laughs) I got a lot out of it in terms of, yeah, I when you would say some of these, I was like, immediately, I've got it right there. And it's almost to the point where it's like, well, did I know that too soon? But I feel like that's it. Like these were all things that were in my subconscious already. And these questions help bring them out. You know, mm-hmm. it's very good. Good. It's very cool. Good. I'm, I'm really glad. Yeah. When you, would you do this activity with your family? Like, uh, is there a larger narrative purpose behind it? Or is it more of just a way to get those juices flowing? It's just, uh, well, we've done it a few times and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's just, because we need to write something or we want to write something and it's just a way to kind of get started. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is really interesting is we'll all listen to the same, usually it's just my girls and me because we homeschool mm-hmm. and um, we'll all listen to the same song and come up with four completely different characters. Mm-hmm. So, which, I mean, I guess that shouldn't be surprising, but it's really funny because the characters <laughs> are so different. Yeah. Like, how did you get that from this? Um, but it's it's a lot of fun, and then and then from there you you almost can't stop people from going ahead and writing their story because we're like, this character exists and mm-hmm. their story must be told. Uh, so it, it's it's kind of fun. That's very cool. That's very very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like this a lot. This is something I'm gonna. I've said it before. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll do it many times. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah wild yeah i'm i'm really glad to hear that i appreciate you being a good sport oh man (laughs) i you know i'm always nervous to talk about writing with someone oh um, really which (laughs) i guess that's kind of the point of this podcast right uh (laughs) golly yeah what are you doing here um (laughs) it'll be more (laughs) yes but i think that that's the issue is like boy when you first like oh tell me about this character i'm like oh wow hold on i gotta keep that really close because once it's out there yeah but once it's out there it's really easy to 
it's really nice to talk it through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is hard, especially when it's not formed yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never want to show somebody the like lump of clay. You want to show them the statue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can hmm. be scary. Very so, cool. I really didn't think about that. So thanks for. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. I, uh, that's good. being open to that's that. That's great. Yeah. Well, before we move on, we're going to stop and pause for just a moment for um, a few words about some programs coming up at the Pioneer Library System. Hey, poetry fans, let's get immersed in verse. Our annual poetry writing contest is back and happening now. We have categories encompassing grades K through 12 and also adults. Each participant can submit up to three poems, which should be emailed to mc at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. Let us know if the poet is in the category of K-5, middle school, high school, or even adult, and include a library card number if possible. Submissions are being accepted through April 23rd, with our virtual poetry celebration and awards presentation taking place May 6, 2021 at 6 p.m. We wish you all the best in your quest. And we're back. So, Amanda, you just gave us a really great exercise and one that I enjoyed a lot. What are some other things that our listeners and and I can take away for next time? Some tips and tools. Well, the tip that I have for today is if you want to write, but you don't have a story just coming out of your brain, um, then don't write a story. Sit down and do the work of a writer. So just do a piece of it. Construct a scene, doodle a character, or just draw the character's hand or clothing. Or if drawing isn't your thing, sing a song that you imagine might be sung by the village that the story takes place in. Something like that. Make one small decision about one small piece of the story. And then make another. That's great. That's really exciting. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh... And what's our writing prompt for next time? When someone's heart breaks, so does a piece of the world. This creates fissures, valleys, even cracks in the pavement. Tell me a story behind the Grand Canyon. That's exciting. Well, thank you all so much for joining us today. If you write a story based off the prompt, we would love for you to share it with us by emailing podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org with the subject line Storycraft. We might read it on our next episode. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye.